back to Sportsville, y'all. We're really just fans, not about the analytics or the stats, but really just about the love of the game, bruh. And to be honest, it's the game is in trouble right now. The game is really in trouble, but we'll get into that in just a second. I'm your guy, Joshua Potts, always with your boy John. <laughs> and we're really just here, like to just talk about sports, sports bell, just doing our thing. But like I said, like the love of the game is, is in jeopardy right now, and that's to do with the coronavirus. I'm pretty sure you guys all heard about it right now. The virus sweeping the world. You, you could say, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like <laughs> honestly, it's it's now starting to cross over in the sports we already seen in Italy, where they're now playing uh, soccer games or football, and without any fans now. And it's really just, it's, it's really sad to see, and definitely like an NBA. The NBA, probably by the time this gets out, the NBA is probably going to have announced that like they're playing the rest of the games this season without fans or for further notice. And it's just even with the NCAA with like March Madness, they're going to be having little to no fans in the stands. I think it's only their friends, only like close relatives will be in the stands for those games during March Madness and basically nobody else. So it's really going to be an interesting time, bro. Like, what's your take on the coronavirus so far, John? I feel like I don't think that's that serious, but I do think that they should be taking these precautions mm. just in case because you never know. Um, so I think like NBA owners, uh, just every the sports world is uh, is doing good by uh, not having fans at the arenas and everything, just because you never know and like yeah, it, something could break out and. Um, yeah, we could have a lot of people uh, infected. Not that I think it's anything too serious, but it's always better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely feeling like the more that the cases that we're seeing like happen into America, like I'm definitely someone that's all like, let's not be like, let's just not walk in fear, you know, like everywhere we go. Like if you're just walking around with a mask and like you don't got it, like I don't. I don't know what you're doing. Like, you're really just tripping, to be honest, because that's not really helping you. It's yeah. hindering you more than anything. So, like, but, like, stuff like this, like, I, I kind of, I understand. Like, I I don't want to, like, walk in fear or live in fear. But if we can, like, just avoid it just any type of way and just canceling things like Coachella and basketball events yeah. and stuff like that. Like, we're still going to live our everyday life and do things that we want to do. But just trying to cancel out these, like, Cause you really, like you said, like you never know where how this can spread or how it can yeah. spread, and this just by doing this, it just lowers the probability of that actually happening. Yeah, to be honest, like that's why they're doing it, you know, um, to protect their players and to protect the fans, or maybe just to protect the players. But you yeah, know? but still, like I, I feel like this is the best option, um, regardless how lethal I guess this is or not. Um, I think this is the best way to go about it. Um, yeah, that's just me though. I that's why I think like it's smart. I think it really just like sucks though. Definitely like for a year like 2020, and not just because like 2020 we all thought it was gonna be a great year. But, like it's the year of the Olympics too, Bro, and yeah. with the Olympics only what like five months away, I I think maybe less than that, yeah. four months. That's four months now because we're in March. Like, bro, will the Olympics even happen this year? Like. That's really a crazy I, yeah. thing to think about. Like, is this going to be gone in four months where people are going to be comfortable enough to have the Olympics in Tokyo? Like, you know what I mean? Bro, I don't even know because, like, at this point, they're, like, looking to – I don't know. They, they're they not too sure of what they're going to do. And, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just four months is a lot of time, but it isn't, like, to have an event For like sure. that. So, I mean, you never know. They could always do it. 
And I, I don't know what they do. <laughs> and, and my thing definitely too is all like, cause since I I follow uh, track and field like very closely, have this thing called the Running Report. Y'all should check that out at at Running underscore Report on Instagram, <laughs> Running Report on YouTube. But like, bro, like if that like happens and we like track and field, like as you guys all know, like it's very centered around like the Olympics. People call it an Olympic sport. So like if the Olympics end up being canceled, like in like track and field where there even be a point for like the pros to even run track this year like what's the point of even going out and doing and, and running track if you can't compete at the olympics at the end of the year like it doesn't it's going to be a crazy time and even like just like yeah dude it's 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 wild bro it's wild to see how fast things are just getting canceled yeah because the olympics are uh, somewhere like where you make a name and i don't know like you said yeah who Aside from you, Josh, who and your brother, like who really watches um, running like on their spare time, you know? Yeah. Um, like the Olympics is a platform that, that like track and field or maybe even swimming, swimming, gymnastics, um, gymnastics, all all the stuff you wouldn't watch on judo, the regular archery, and I think uh, even got skateboarding in there now. We got all this new stuff in the Olympics, and a low key may not even happen. I hope it does happen. I don't want to put that negative energy out there, but like. Bro, it's a real, it's a real possibility with this stuff happening right yeah, now. Like that's the NBA, like championships or the World Series to 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 many out there that compete in like their own sport. But um, I hope it does. But we will see. Mm-hmm. Um, we still got four months to go. Um, maybe we'll just move it to somewhere else that isn't um, on high alert. You know, Canada or something. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's cold up there, so you, know, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I just think it it is it isn't too serious, but it, you should I guess take some precautions just to make sure that uh, nothing does happen to the athletes or um, yeah. those who are going out to see them. But with that being said, I feel like you should televise games mm-hmm. if you're not gonna let like people go out watch them. Um, you should just televise everything for free. No, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm all cool with that. I'm all cool with that. <laughs> And definitely what we saw on television last weekend was pretty crazy, bro. And that had to be from LeBron James and the Lakers, bro. The Lakers went off this past weekend, John. They beat, first they beat the South, I mean, first they beat the Bucks, yeah. who are leading the NBA right now on a record-setting pace to have one of the best seasons ever record-wise. Then they went back and beat the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to get their first dub against the Clippers this season. They still play them one more time at the end of the year against the Cl- against the Clippers one more time for that makeup game that they missed because of the Kobe, the passing of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So like with both of these wins, John, like are the Clip are the Lakers now the favorite to win the championship? Bro, in my opinion, like for sure, like I think they are uh, the favorites to win the championship. Does that mean they'll win it? I don't know, but they should be the favorites. Uh, just after what we saw, uh, taking out, I guess in people's eyes, like two of the best teams, mm-hmm. um, aside from the Lakers, um, I, I, that's a definitely a good sign. Um, so, like for me, I, I think they are. I, to be quite honest. Yeah, I think definitely. I think, especially in those back-to-back like spans, what the the Bucks on uh, Friday. And then the Clippers on uh, Sunday, I really think that is like a big like testament of that because that's sort of like what they will will have a test out. That's sort of like a, like a trial to when it comes to like playoff time and when they have to play elite talent back to back. 
So I think going out and being the Bucks and the Clippers just shows you that, like, like what LeBron said last year around this time that he's in playoff mode. <laughs> like this dude is in playoff mode right now. We're seeing playoff mode LeBron and playoff mode Anthony Davis, and he's they're practically playing their best basketball right now, and this is the best time to be playing your best basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Feel like uh, they've both really stepped it up. Um, AD's doing his thing, looking like an MVP. LeBron's doing his thing, looking like an MVP. I don't know. We we might just have two MVPs in the <laughs> hey, on one team. Like they're, I don't know. They're balling out, doing their own thing. Um, it's it's definitely good to see. I, but I will say that the Bucks win was a lot better than the Clippers win. Um, but I feel like both wins were very good for the Lakers, and going forward, uh, we're looking really good. You know, and the Clippers and the Lakers. World Conference, I mean Western Conference meeting is gonna be a good one for sure. Wait, why do you think the Bucks win was a little bit better than the Clippers win? Well, because uh, only because we had like uh Marcus Marcus Morris go like zero for nine, mm-hmm. and he he didn't really shoot all that well. Um, and I don't know. I just I don't know. I I just feel like the Bucks win was a lot better. You know. Yeah, definitely being out the number one team like in, the, Bron- in the league. Yeah, Brown like really imposed his will on, on the Bucks. He did on the Clippers too, but like he was, I don't know. You just like he looked like a man amongst boys against the Bucks to me. Um, that's just how I feel. But mm-hmm. you know. And do you think like the you think so? How far do you see like the Bucks away from the Lakers right now? Do you think the Bucks are still the best to come out of the East? Bro, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Just because... Uh, I don't know. Because I feel like with... Uh, I don't know. Bron really, like, put it... He was working He was working into Giannis and, like... I don't know, bro. He's just bullying Giannis. Yeah. Man. And if, if we see, like, a... Like, Toronto or a Heat, like, do the same... They could do the same thing to him. Like, mm. I don't know. I can see, see those teams, like, giving them a run for his money. Um, or even the Celtics, who have uh, multiple bodies to throw on him. Um, but those are like teams that, when playing the Bucks, like I would, they would have to look out for. Like I don't feel like, I don't know. That's just how I feel. I, I feel like there's questions still about Giannis and what he can do. Oh yeah, most um, definitely, definitely in the playoffs. Yeah, his sh- seen him his shots himself. come along, but I don't know if it's enough for for them to uh, advance. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure, but then with that moving forward, bro, we're gonna move over to our debate section. Not debate, but debate. <laughs> Just like the baby, bro, because that's how we do it out here at Sportsville. And we're kicking off with some NFL like news, really. And that was the rumor reportedly that the Cowboys are gonna offer Dak $33 million a year with $105 million guaranteed. And an even bigger rumor was that Dak is reportedly gonna turn this down. He wants more money. Then $33 million a year and $105 million guaranteed, bro. This would make him one of the highest-paying players in history. Like, pretty up there. He would just be right under Russell Wilson. But one of the highest ever in NFL history. Is it smart for Dak to be, t- like, if he, it's rumors that he's turning this down, but should a Dak accept this offer to the Cowboys? Bro, I think he should. I don't know. I just, like, I'm not sold on Dak yet. Uh, he had some great, like, numbers last year, but. I feel like they were empty numbers, you know, like they went eight and eight. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that team was supposed to make the playoffs. They were supposed to win their division, um, but they did everything to lose it. Like, <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like, 
after a year like that, I feel like being Dak, I would have, I would have taken it. But I feel like he'd just think he's he's worth more than that. Um, and I mean, I don't think so. But I mean, I guess with like the new CBA, they are gonna be getting some more money. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I feel like that's money that should go other places. Like, I don't know, quarterbacks don't need any more money. Um, they're just they just don't. <laughs> they make yeah as they make too much as it is. I definitely see what you're coming from, bro. Like, I really think Dak should really just after he got this type of offer, bro. You're not getting franchise tags. Like, you need to chill out and just accept this deal. Like, you're still you're gonna be one of the highest. In NFL, you don't need to be the highest playing quarterback. That's just like, to be honest, like first off, you haven't really done nothing. There's so there's yeah. no reason to make you highest paid quarterback in the league. And then just in the fact of like when there are quarterbacks that are the highest paid in the league, like those aren't usually like the best teams in the league. Like look at Matt Stafford, bro. Matt <laughs> Stafford's like top, like top six highest paid quarterback in the league, bro. And the Lions are garbage, straight boo boo. Hey, but I think the the Lions are just that organization's. Boo-boo, I know, but bro. like still, but then even look at Tom Brady. When was the last? I don't remember ever Tom Brady was top ten, like highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah. Like so, like definitely, like you're getting this type of offer. Like don't turn this down, bro. Take this money because I don't know if they're gonna offer you something better than this. And the next thing you know, you're gonna be homeless and you're gonna be on the you're gonna be on the <laughs> You're going to be on the Washington Redskins looking at, like, man, how did I get here? <laughs> and that's going to be – I don't want Dak Prescott on the Washington Redskins, bro. Bro, I think – I don't know. Just that market and how it moves, like, it's hard for quarterbacks to be like, oh, no, like, I'm definitely getting more money than those guys. But, yeah. like, bro, that's not – I don't know. I wouldn't be mad if the Cowboys, like – if he would have accepted this deal and the Cowboys got, like, yeah, they got a good deal on him because um, I really don't want to see the quarterback market go up anymore. Cause I feel like they they really are overpaid. Like they're reliant on a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just kind of sucks. And like guys like Dak who aren't yet proven, um, can get big money, uh, just because they're next in line. And that's kind of stupid in my opinion. Um, for me, like you got to put the work in. You got to like see the results, uh, before you get that money. Yeah. I, that's just how I feel. I don't know. You can't yeah. be average and be average making more than average. One, <laughs> like, one of the man. highest paid average, bro. That's, I don't know. It's crazy. Dak, accept that deal. If you don't, like, you're you're really just, you're you're not smart. You're not smart if you don't accept that deal, bro. You're not smart, bro. And then if they tag him, like, that's just gonna be messy. Yeah, bro. Well, honestly, we saw what happened to Kirk Cousins, bro. Like, yeah, that was a mess. <laughs> um, and then moving on, bro. The other things that's looking a mess right now, not because like it's looking messy or just as bad. But it's looking like a mess because every single week it has looks like LeBron is closing the gap on Giannis in the MVP race as he gets closer and closer. And with this past weekend, like we already talked about, he beat the Clippers. He beat the Clippers and he destroyed Giannis, bruh. So it has LeBron closed the gap on Giannis in this MVP race. Is he still the king of the NBA, bruh? Bro, I think he's closed it a bit, but like I feel like everyone's like has LeBron already ahead of Giannis after this weekend? Like, I don't know. I feel like Giannis has been, he's been doing it this whole season, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no disrespect to Braun. Like, I'm sure he could have done this the whole season, but he hasn't. He hasn't looked like this the whole season, you know? Like, yeah. Giannis has done his thing the whole entire season, and Braun is just, like, starting to get into that, I guess, like you said, like, playoff mode, and he's beasting out and dominating. And then, I mean, the thing that, like, takes away from LeBron, too, is, like, AD's putting up numbers too, bro. Like, we saw um, 
against the Clippers, like he really stepped it up in the fourth quarter, and he was putting up numbers. And even against the Bucks, he was getting his own. You know, mm. like I don't know. I I think he has closed it up, but I feel like in the eyes of the voters, like it's a lot closer than we think. Yeah, I think LeBron is right behind Giannis right now. Like Giannis, if if he because right now Giannis is, is hurt right now. He had to sit out two uh, games with a joint cap, capsule a sprain in his knee. So I feel like if Giannis is able to come back and they're still able to finish with one of the best records ever in NBA history, finish number one and all of that. Because right now it looks like the Lakers could really close the gap on the on the, uh, on the the Bucks for like best record in the NBA. Yeah, they're, they're like two games back in yeah. the loss column from the Bucks right now. And it's just all like, bruh, if LeBron is playing good, bro, like I, I, I believe he's leading the league in assists, but then also you have Giannis, he's number, he's, he's top five in points and he's top five in rebounds. But like the fact that how LeBron is able to play at this high of level with such of a talent with Anthony Davis on his team and then the tap that's to like put on top of that, this man's like 35 years old doing this. And has not slowed down at all. I really feel like LeBron is right there. And if I was, it was my vote, I would probably put LeBron as MVP because I just feel like he's 35 years old. He's playing one of his best seasons ever, and he's he's LeBron James. I, I was, <laughs> like, come on, bro, he's LeBron James. That's the thing, though. Just because it's LeBron doesn't mean you give it to him. Like, I don't know, man. I think, in my opinion, like, bro, like Giannis is leading in PER. He's one of like the best defensive players in the league right now. And his numbers are ridiculous. Like, I I just don't think that you put... Don't get me wrong. The Lakers are my team. And I think LeBron is playing out of his mind right now. But it was just, like, just this past weekend. And maybe, like, that, that past week. Um, I think, like, he hasn't... Been, he's been playing good all year, though. Bro, okay, but who... Bro, but Giannis has been playing better. I, I guess. But you also have to remember, Giannis was, is playing in the Eastern Conference, bro. He's playing in the Eastern Conference. Like, come on, bro. He, LeBron's playing in the best conference, the West Conference. That's what he's playing in, bro. And all these other years when LeBron was putting up these big numbers, when he was on the Cavs, or if it was on the Heat, people always say, oh, yeah, that's the East. That's the East. And now when Giannis is playing, putting up big numbers, we just want to discount all of that. I still feel like LeBron is having an amazing season in the Western Conference. I think we got to give him we gotta give him props. We got to give him his flowers while he's here, bro. Like bro, he's doing, man. he's doing big things right now. He's as a thirty-five-year-old. Let's not forget bro, that. Bro, this this isn't an all-time achievement award, though. Like, <laughs> come on, man. I'm Are just saying, me? though. I'm bro. just saying he's doing great. This season is like it's one of his best seasons that he's looked in in a minute. I feel like, bro. But definitely got, compared to last year, like, you have come on, bro. you have a top five talent, Anthony Davis, who's balling out. Like, can we both agree? Oh, yeah, Davis. yeah. Anthony Davis is, is a great athlete, but the fact that LeBron is able to play so much above Anthony Davis and be able to put up this amount of numbers and, like, stand out still, I think it makes it incredible, bro. It makes know, it even bro. more, like, we all know that it's so, wait, without, hold up. without Giannis, the Bucks will still be a playoff team, you feel me? They'll still be a playoff team, but they definitely wouldn't be, like, a top seed. Bro. Without LeBron, the Lakers will still be, they'll still be a playoff team, but, like, Bruh, it's just LeBron's able to still separate himself from the entire team, even with the talent of an Anthony Davis next to him. That's pretty incredible. I don't know, man. And then I, I, no, I don't. 
And let's not act like Chris nah. Middle Chris Middleton, bro. Eric Bledsoe. These no, dudes wait, wait. Are, these dudes oh, aren't bad, bro. Let's no, not wait. Eric Bledsoe that. is so inconsistent. Bro, Eric he's, Bledsoe's a dog though. Like, he's a, he's a reliable three though. Like that's the thing. And Chris Middleton, like, we already talked about this. Like, this man was an all-star two years in a row. Two years in a row. Really? But who are you taking? AD or Chris Middleton? Bro, I'm just saying. Bro, I'm just saying, though. These dudes on, aren't man. slouches. Brooke Lopez, this man was on the Lakers killing it. Like not three the years, Lakers. Okay, three but, years ago, this man was not killing hey, it on but, the Lakers. But the Lakers, we have dogs, too. We got Markeith Morris. I know. And we have Dwight Howard, who has resurrected his career. Okay, exactly. Okay. And then we have McGee. All right. So they both have... I'm they got saying, big guys. We got big guys. I'm just saying, Giannis, you got, everyone's acting like Giannis is doing this by himself, which I feel like it's not completely all the way true. It's just that LeBron is in is on the Lakers. He's has he has Hollywood around him, bro. Hey, he wait. has big name stars around him. Like you know what I Hold mean? Hold up. Give Giannis AD, and then give Bron Chris Middleton. I feel like they're probably still in the same position, bro. The same position, really? Yes. No, bro. There's yes. no way. Yes, I feel like if if you just switch them, if you just switch the teams real quick. Come on, man. LeBron, they'll probably still be in the same si- bro, situation. Bro, the Bucks would probably only have LeBron's six that, losses. LeBron's that good. No, there's, bro, I, no. I think LeBron has had a great year, but, bro, there's no way. I I easily put him up over what Giannis has been doing. Um, LeBron has been playing D this year. Has he been playing D better than Giannis? I don't think so. Maybe these past two games, yeah, he was playing I feel like he was playing to, to he was playing for the MVP even though he doesn't say it, um, but bro I don't think off of these two games like you give it to him, um, it is closer but it it's not over yet especially if if the Bucks finish with a better record than than the Lakers like I feel like you have to give it to Giannis but I can see it where they give it to Braun mm-hmm. um, just because it's I don't know I just because you know like, I can see them just getting to Giannis just because they don't want to give it to LeBron though. Nah, I think just the because LeBron, Giannis has such a good season, he's a rising star in the NBA, so they're all like, "Oh, it has to be Giannis." But I think the better story is uh, LeBron. Like, oh, he's in the seventeenth season. Like, seventeenth Kobe, Kobe on, just bro. passed away. Seventeenth season. This match really. Like, bro, I think I think there's just a better story around LeBron and um, just what he's doing. But I don't know. I I just think Giannis. I don't know. It's hard. I wish Giannis would have done this last year. He would have made it a lot easier for him to win. Like. James Harden should have been MVP last year. No cap. This man should have really been MVP. Yeah. Giannis really stole that. Bro, I think it was a pick him last year. I don't nah. know. Giannis stole that. Nah, I, think, I, I think they were just like, bro, Harden don't show up in the playoffs. We'll just give it to Giannis. It's not a, it's not a, playoff, <laughs> it's not a hey. playoff award, though. That Hold up. Hey, but would you be opposed? They should. I think they should make it like a, a whole season award. Oh, I would be like, down with that. Bro, I don't think they could. But I'm just saying, you acting like Giannis show up in the playoffs too. No, yeah, he got stopped. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like they should make it all, just the whole season, man. Because if it was the whole season, then, then you could for sure pick a winner and you'd be like, oh yeah. But that's really just the Finals MVP. It's just gonna end up being the Finals MVP. Yeah, I feel like all the teams. Or we could have time. like we could have the Finals MVP for like the winning team and then like season MVP. I don't know, man. Yeah, but they're. I don't think that they should have a regular season MVP because, like, how you perform in the playoffs is a big – that's huge. And if you even make it to the playoffs because you can't just win it and not go to the playoffs. That's just what I think. 
But like I said, Giannis for MVP for me right now. <laughs> who you got, Josh? Obviously, you got. <laughs> no. I got LeBron, but I, I'm thinking we all know these are the top two guys. Yeah. Who's number three, bro? Who's going to be number three in this race? I feel like that's definitely wide open for anybody. I throw Luca in there, baby. Luca? Luca. Because why not, dude? This dude's playing out his mind, bro. I don't know, bro. Luca hasn't been that consistent. He's been hurt up and down. Missed a couple of games here. Missed a couple of games there. I know he's definitely playing incredible. Beginning of the season was like a beast. If I had to say top three, my top three pick, it would be between three different people. I know I'm putting like three different people in there. But it would have to be like, I think Anthony Davis could definitely could be like in consideration. Hold up, man. Hold up. How are you going to? Okay, finish? just finish. Just finish. I think Anthony Davis. Just finish. James Harden and Russell Westbrook, three other contentions for MVP. And I'm not. I'm not just saying that because I'm. I'm trying to throw all my bias out there. Man. I'm not. I'm trying to throw all my bias out there. Throw but PJ like, Tucker. <laughs> they have been. They have been Russell Westbrook and James Harden and even Anthony Davis. Like they've all like played great the entire season. I would say like Kawhi, but Kawhi's not really like. He's not really. He doesn't do anything like really with the stats. I don't think statistically, you throw him in there. so I, I wouldn't really throw him in there. And then Luca, yeah, Luca is like nice, but I feel like just too many games off here and there would really hurt him. That's putting as him my number yeah. three. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, and they're in the know. seventh position right now. But the Rockets like, are in the sixth. position. Well, last year they still. weren't even in the playoffs. True, true, true. And this dude's throwing up like twenty nine, basically ten and nine, bro. That's those that some ridiculous numbers. Only in his second year. And they're winning, bro. And then you go to yeah. you look at Trey Young. I'm still mad, guys. How did Trey Young make the playoffs? I mean, how do you make the All Star game? And Bradley <laughs> Beal did it. That was votes. That's so trash. Oh, that was votes. Fans, you guys are trash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I, I just uh, okay, but yeah, I I don't know. I like Luka Doncic. I'll just throw him in there just cause. But I can see. I pick Russell Westbrook over uh, Harden because I don't like Harden. <laughs> straight up <laughs> nah but okay how do you have i just josh i and bro they're both great players they're both mvp candidates they're both like top five ad no and bron are mvps you have them as but i'm just saying, like the one two is one two and then it's like three is like super far away you know uh, what i'm saying yeah. like what lebron and Giannis are like on a whole entire separate island and then everyone else is on the boat trying to get to that island but like the, the boat's going slow. You feel me? It's going. It's it's moving. Just yeah, not as moving. quick. Yeah, it's just ain't moving just that not fast as quick. though. It ain't, it ain't got that much heat on it. But then speaking of the Rockets, bro, they, we just went on a four game skid, bro. Man, four game losing come skid. On. First losing to the Knicks, then uh, uh, was it the Magic, the Clippers, and then some other. Oh, the Hornets. Bro, it was a the bad four game skid, bro. Really just performed horrible. Is this is this what we're gonna be seeing from the Rockets in the playoffs? Yes. No. <laughs> nah, bro. I can see the Rockets being very disappointing this this <laughs> Bro, they might even finish in the was it they're in the fifth seed right now, huh? Or in the sixth seed. Sixth seed, bro. Yeah, it's pretty bad. How, how you feeling about your prediction that they would finish above the Clippers? I don't like it it went bad fast, bro. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. It really went bad fast. Like we first we lost to the Knicks. I'm all like, all right, bro, it's cool. That's like, alright. It happens. It happens, <laughs> yeah. you know. People lose we lose. Like we're human. I know I know James Harden and Russell Westbrook are human. The next thing you know, we lost to the Hornets. I was like, Alright, bro, y'all need to chill out. Relax. Then we got to play the Clippers. I was like, Alright, the Clippers. Y'all can y'all can get this. Y'all can get 
we lose. I'm like, what? And then we played a magic. I'm like, we lose again? Like, come on, man. And really dropping down. I think we were at seven at one point, but we're at six now. But like, I, I, I feel like this could, it's definitely a possibility. We don't know. They haven't been playing this small ball for all this long. Yeah. But I think that, I don't think this is going to be like, I don't think we're getting knocked out in the first round. I still think that we can be, make a playoff th threat and really like make a championship run if everything is like on like pace. But honestly, it really just depends. Like, we're the Rockets, bro. Live and die by the three. So if everybody's on, like, it's we're going to be hard to beat. If everybody's off, we're getting smacked. Bro, let me let me read you these numbers, Josh. These are these are James Harden's numbers. All right, he's so. a beast. He's a beast. You really saying that right bro, now? Bro, he has. They, I'll just read he you. He has his, forty-one his, games over thirty points. His bro. field goal percentage. So against the Knicks, he shot thirty-six percent. Would you say that's good? I wouldn't say it's bad. I, I think it's bad. Okay, and then against the Clippers, he shot twenty-three percent. Hey, people have bad games, bro. That's terrible. And they shot thirty-six percent against uh, the Hornets, and then thirty-one percent against Orlando Magic. Like I can see this happening. And the only reason he had a bunch of points, okay, so against the Knicks, he had 35 points. 16 of those came off the free throw line. Like, and then we, against the so Clippers. So we're just going to dissect James Harden's game now? No, I'm just going to talk about real quick and why the Rockets won't be successful in the playoffs. I'm just saying, this dude's the MVP. And then he had 16 points against the Clippers. Eight of them came from the free throw line. He had 30 points against, uh, the Char against Charlotte. 12 of them came from the free throw line. And then against Orlando... 23, eight of them from the free throw line. Like, these aren't points that he's going to get in the playoffs. And I can see him having, like, a slump like this. And, like, if he does, bro, like, the Rockets are about to lose easily. Yeah, like I said, we live we live and die by the three. But I don't I don't think this is really prevalent as what's going to be happening in the playoffs or which hopefully I don't wish that happening, <laughs> like, honestly. But it definitely could happen. But I think with the addition of Russell Westbrook, I think changes the game a lot. Because there is a lot of times, like yesterday, when we did play against, uh, when we played, when we got our our win against the Timberwolves, uh, Russell Westbrook took over like the third quarter and brought us back into the game, and he he really just took it over. So when James Harden does have those slumps, we are able to give it to Westbrook, and he can get into the hole. So I really feel like that is going to be something that's going to change. But I I think I think we we still can make a championship run. It's not it's not out of reach. This may still be our year. You guys never know. Don't sleep. I wouldn't. Don't sleep on the Rockets. That's all. It I'm ain't y'all year That's this year. Heck no, bro. Okay, but did you hear that Draymond and Barkley got into it? Yes, bro. They're saying some crazy stuff, bro. First, Draymond was all like, "The for this is what Draymond said. He said Charles Barkley should stop before I go take his job. Though <laughs> he already he already ain't making enough money playing, so he needs that job." He should stop talking to me. No rings can't sit at this table. Then you had Charles Barkley respond like, he's like the guy in the boy band who's the least important member and he thinks the crowd is cheering for him. <laughs> he doesn't realize he's standing next to Justin Timberlake. And then he said, he don't have the face. Oh, my. <laughs> he don't have a face for TV. He's got a face for radio, though. Damn, basically bro. Calling, basically calling the man ugly, this which was ugly. <laughs> pretty much uncalled for, Chuck. <laughs> but whose side are you on, really? Like, oh, bro, easily Barkley's side. <laughs> bro, okay, I, I don't know. He is taking shots at him while he's down, but like, although Draymond has been an integral part in like the Warriors uh, teams, like, he's never been regarded as like a like 
I don't know. I don't know. He just, to me, he is essential to like the what the Warriors are doing. But like, you put him anywhere else, like I don't know that he does all that much for you. Like he's just like, he's just glue, like a glue guy, you know. Yeah. Like he's not like what couldn't compel it was the Rockets. Like this dude isn't gonna really do much. But yeah, he really he, he really does be talking like he's he's Justin. <laughs> and that and then it's really showing just like this year, like Draymond was all, he was all by himself, bro. And like this would be the proving of like seeing him of just being a great individual player. But like he didn't do nothing. Like they hit their first they're the first team ever to be in the finals one yeah. year and be the first team eliminated from the playoff contention. Like that's pretty crazy. So I would definitely have to side for Charles Barkley too. I don't really like Draymond in general, <laughs> but just like the fact I like he Charles Barkley is is right. Like I don't think Charles Barkley definitely deserves a seat at the table. I don't know what Draymond's talking about. Like I think Barkley knows what knows what's going on. You feel me? Yeah, and Charles Barkley, the Hall of Famer. Like I don't think for me Draymond is not a Hall of Fame, but I mean I'm sure he'll get in. Yeah, um, I don't think he's someone like you tell a story and you're like, oh yeah, Draymond Green, like, bro, you had to watch him, like, nah, like Draymond is just, he's just a guy, like he's nobody special. Yeah, yeah, he's nobody. Come on, man, he's nobody special. <laughs> and then speaking of the Warriors, more on the Warriors, bro. Steph Curry is finally back. He played in his first game finally, and the big question that's really raising as he's going playing with Andrew Wiggins, who's going to be there next season. Clay Thompson still training to come back for next season. And then, like we said, we still got Draymond, yeah. who's basically the, the least important guy in the boy band. Oh, damn. And so we're really just and wondering, <laughs> who will the Warriors be back in the Western Conference Finals next year? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I could see them, but I, I really don't. I hope so. I, I don't like the Warriors. Nah, bro. I No, there's, there's no way. LeBron, okay. I think the, the Lakers, uh, Davis is, is going to stay. Davis and LeBron are gonna do. They had a great. They're having a great year this year, but yeah. like I feel like they're gonna one up in next year, and then the Clippers like that team's just fully loaded. Dang, bro, the Western Conference um, is gonna be something else next. And year. then I think they're gonna shake it up with the Rockets. So like, I don't know. I feel like they're gonna get better too. Um, and then you got Luca coming back for his third year, bro. Yeah, the Christoph's, and then Kristaps Porzingis, the unicorn. Maybe he, he may be better. And they're going to get, they might get a third guy. Will it be Giannis? Bro, I don't know, man. And then I, I seen today, bro, the Pelicans, they're starting five with Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Zion, uh, JJ Redick, and like Derek Favors. I think those five is like the best starting five in basketball. That's like crazy. in the games that they played together. And so with a full healthy Zion for 82 games, they may finish like in the fifth position. Bro, I think that team will be – they'll be solid. I don't think this year's their year. Um, I, I can still see them making the playoffs, but I don't think they'll um, do it much this year. But next year, I mean, they might be a team to to bounce you out in the first round. I, I don't know. There's just a lot going on. And then there's the Jazz, obviously. I don't think they're – I personally don't think they're much of a threat. And then you got the Nuggets still to worry about. Um, and even the Trailblazers who will be back. Um, next year playing good i mean i can definitely see the warriors um ending up like a with a fourth or fifth seed but i don't think they'll make the western conference bro i think it's really going to come down to clay thompson how he returns because like if he's not on i don't think they can turn back because i feel like clay's really like what got the warriors going 
to like that elite level as he was able to be out that second option that like to have clay and steph on the court that's just scary bro because any any one of them can score at any time and just go on fire so i feel like if clay's able to come back fully 100 percent and like come back pretty fast they'll be good but if he's still like kind of shaky it's gonna it's gonna be a hard season for him bro and i honestly like clay way i like clay better than curry to be honest like i don't know mm-hmm. this dude he's the number one i think he plays be, great defense too, bro, bro great defense steph curry can't play a lick um but this guy anywhere he could go he'd like be a number one option yeah um but yeah i think it, it is much predicated on what uh happens with uh clay and then they're gonna get also like a really high up pick with the Timberwolves pick, mm-hmm. um, and they have some other draft capital um, that they could either move around or just draft. Um, so I mean, I hope and we don't gonna, see them back. But and they're gonna have their own pick, bro. Yeah, dude. Like they may get Lamelo, bro. Nah. Lamelo Ball, <laughs> Lamelo Ball, Clay Thompson. Imagine this lineup real quick. We got Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Lamelo Ball. Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green. That's a death lineup to me. Ah, that really is. That's a death lineup. Come I don't on, know, bro. You you looking at okay? Lamelo Ball, Chino Hill is very own. <laughs> oh my come god, come on, bro. Lamelo Ball, come to the Warriors. I'll hey, be, but you, you I'll gonna... be low key be a Warriors fan if Lamelo came. I hate the Warriors though, but I'll no, be a I I really hate the Warriors. Too. We got two uh, <laughs> Warriors haters only because y'all be bandwagon on them, like. And they're always just good, bro. Oh, man, they're annoying. You guys are annoying. Like, bro, Clay isn't Rockets, the best player ever. I'm a Rockets fan. I have to hate the Warriors, yeah, bro. bro me too. Play. As a Laker fan, watching Clay. All right, but let's just. It's annoying. Bro, Clay. I have a lot of respect for Clay because, like, anytime Kobe and them would play him, like, this dude was. He was playing out of his mind, bro. Like, he was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and Curry, I just think he, he's too soft. So, you know, I, I don't want to see the Warriors back in, in contention. But if it means the Lakers beat the brakes off them, like, I'm cool with that. (laughs) But then moving on, definitely with the Warriors coming back next year, it's going to be like the West is going to be crazy. But then with KD and Kyrie returning to the Nets next year, the East is going to be even, may even be stronger than the West. Like, honestly, it's going to be crazy in the Eastern Conference. But a big thing I have in the Eastern Conference over this past weekend had to be the firing of Kenny Atkinson their coach for the Nets and basically a lot of people are reporting that this happened because of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and their influence of just wanting a new coach and kind of just forcing Kenny Addison out and what do you think about this firing of the coach man should the the Nets have done this what I think uh uh, Kenny Atkinson was like a he was kind of a trend like he was the process to get them to, <laughs> yeah. I guess like contention, and then like they need that other coach to get them to the finals. You know, um, kind of like I guess what David Blatt was to the to the Cavs until they like got uh, Ty Lue. Um, but yeah, I think he was like a transitional coach. Mm-hmm. He's a great coach, obviously, but I don't think uh, KD or like Kyrie felt like he was the coach that would get them to to the championship because that's where they're going to be or I feel like that's where they would like to be next year and they could very well be with that squad um so that's what I think I, I don't know how do you feel Josh I really think it's it's kind of I I understand I feel like I, I understand because definitely they're the stars and what the stars want to do like you got to listen because definitely for one they both have championship pedigree yeah so like they know what they're doing they know what needs to get done they probably they know 
what coaches they need to get to the finals. But I'm like seeing like a coach like Atkinson, like, bro, they he really rose the Nets back up to like this formidable yeah. force. Like once again, last year that Nets team was really no one expected to do to see what they did and then have D'Lo go to the All Star game Bro, and then be in the playoffs and have that competitive first round series. Then even this year, Kyrie basically hasn't been there all season. He hasn't. Like he's played games, but like he really he's never really owned the team at one point. And it's really the coaching that has still brought them what they're still they're fifth in the East right now, fifth in the Eastern Conference standings. They're seventh. I'm sorry, they're seventh in Eastern Conference standings. They're still up but there, still, though. that's still like good for this team without two of their stars that they traded for right and lost a lot like of they pieces. don't have d'lo like we yeah. think of them like as a team without d'lo like that's really what you have here and, and they still and they're still beating like good opponents they beat the lakers the other night so like i really think it's it's tragic to see that kenny atkinson lost his job but hopefully he can land on his feet somewhere else because i think he's a good coach yeah, I think he'll get a job pretty quick. But with that being said, who who's the next coach? Who do you think is the next coach? Who would you like to see on this squad? Bro, I think it, it has to be – I think I heard rumors about Tyron Lue coming, yeah, coming over I there. Mean, yeah. He is coaching at the Clippers right now. So we'll see what happens next season. But I think number one person I've always wanted to see coach again was Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Whoa, what? No. Mark Jackson, yes. bro. I feel like ever after the war, he should still be coaching the bro. Warriors now, to be honest. Like, I don't know why he got fired in the first place. But if they're going to get anybody, bro, especially for the Nets, definitely KD and Kyrie, they should get Mark Jackson. Like, I really think to see, I, would, I wouldn't I would even be mad if, if the Nets went in there, won a championship against the Lakers or the Rockets or anything because seeing Mark Jackson would be getting bro, a ring yes. after all these years, yeah. I think would definitely be deserving, bro. Bro, without a doubt, like, we didn't talk about this, but yeah, Mark Jackson, bro, like, I don't know. I feel like he was done a disservice uh, after being fired over there with the Warriors. Um, he really set the stage for uh, for Steve Kerr and what he was able to oh, do. Yeah. Um, shout out to... He should be getting rings, bro. I don't know how Drake out here getting rings and Mark <laughs> Honestly, Jackson doesn't have bro. it. Bro, come on, man. He really threw Steve no, yeah. Kerr to alley He really did. But, I mean, Steve Kerr, like, recognizes that. Oh, yeah. And I think that's that's very classic of him. And Steve do. Kerr is a great coach, but, like, Mark Jackson really set that up. He said, like, I'm, yeah, he said that. He's the reason that that team was, they were, like, what were they, like, number one on defense and all that? Like, yeah. they were doing all that, like. I would love to see him coach again too, and who better to coach than KD and Kyrie? Like, bro, that squad is. Yeah, that I don't be, know, man. I think they could even beat the LA teams. Like, that squad is gonna be crazy. Yeah, KD is good, bro. bro KD, KD is good KD is, in basketball. He's number one. KD is it? KD's number one. I don't know. We'll talk. About we'll that get into that next we'll year. Talk about a different <laughs> day, bro. We'll talk oh about that a different God. day. I don't want to go off on this man real quick, bro. What? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I don't know about all that, but for sure, like, yeah, KD, KD is a really good player, and I, I can't wait to see who they hire next because I think I think it's, it's going to be interesting to see see exactly where KD and Kyrie's, like, mindset is at when they're coming into this next season. Yeah, as excited as I am for, like, this playoffs, I'm even more excited for the next playoffs. Like, because yeah. we're going to have KD and Kyrie, bro, like, the East is about to – Bow down more, to the Nets. It's even more interesting for sure. And then that's pretty much going to wrap up this podcast. But we're going to end it off a little. Have you heard that? 
Well, do you have anything? Have you heard I, anything? I haven't heard anything, Josh. <laughs> I really haven't. I've heard one thing. I've heard one thing. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you've seen this on Instagram, but the fact that Rob Gronkowski is going to sign with the WWE. He's Yo, close I didn't see that. He's signing with WWE on a deal, which could actually just mean that he's going to uh, wrestle at WrestleMania because WrestleMania is yeah. coming up. So it may just be like a one-time thing. But that could definitely be interesting to see Rob Gronkowski back on our television sets. Bro, that's about to be box office. Like, <laughs> the yeah, WWE, bro. bro? What? For real, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's going to be to watch. So if you guys want to... If you guys have never watched WWE uh, WrestleMania, like bro, tune in. It's Rob Gronkowski, man. <laughs> yeah, so Gronk, Gronk, that would be that would be definitely something something to watch out for. He's Rob making a second second living now. Yeah, comeback. This is the second act. Or maybe he comes back to New England. We own nah, <laughs> bro. This dude's done. Tom Brady ain't even coming back to New England. Oh you think, no, you think Gronk coming back? Come on, Hell man. No. <laughs> Wait, I I did hear something. No, I didn't. I am lying, <laughs> Josh. Never mind. <laughs> I lied, guys. <laughs> all right, that's going to pretty much wrap it up here. Thank you all for watching Sports Veil. This is our sixth podcast, bro. You mean listening, Josh? Oh, yeah. Listen. Come on, my, man. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Sometimes you can just, when you listen to Sports Veil, you can really just get, like, Into it, it. immaculated <laughs> and really just encompass on, like, what we're talking about so you can really visualize what's going and we on. We see you, and you can, like, feel like you see us. Yeah, so I just feel like you all watching us. <laughs> thank you all for being here right now. Thank you. You see us? We're waving at you guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, see y'all next time. All right, peace. <laughs> well, see y'all. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, peace out. <laughs> oh, my.